0: Of course the Chinese would feel the same way uh, as as the Americans did in the 1960s, but that's not the end of the discussion because we know from all types of, of publicly available information, the United States has a submarine fleet in the western Pacific and every one of those submarines are carrying, you know, 24, 48 or more nuclear missiles. So, so the end result is, if we're just looking at uh, longitudes, we have got a nuclear force in the Western Pacific, and it's there twenty-four-seven. So the the Chinese ought to be a little more worried about the submarines and and then our missile uh, 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 fleet in Guam, for example, or in Okinawa, or in South Korea, because China doesn't get away from 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 that. Uh, Let's just call it pressure, that military pressure, uh, regardless of what happens to Taiwan. Now in the event of a war, Taiwan would really be useful in terms of air bases. Uh, We did have air bases in uh, Taiwan before. And as you probably know from looking at uh, my other videos in the the, uh, campaign, uh, we will formally recognize Taiwan. In, in fact, we will we will go to uh, the southwestern part of Taiwan, where my wife comes from. Uh, my wife's uh, family owns a little beachside hotel. It's it's kind of small, smallish, you know, sort of like a like a like a like a twelve room, fifteen room, uh, small bed and breakfast type of hotel. Uh, it's facing China, uh, but it's an absolute beautiful place. Been there many times, and uh, we're we're going to hold that ceremony right there, and we are going to write. Uh, all of the, uh, all of the uh, indecision and uh, uh, false turns that we've taken with Taiwan since 1948. And we, we're going to formally recognize Taiwan. And we're going to propose that we lease uh, one, or, one or two of their air bases because they have air bases on the eastern side of the island, uh, basically on the American side of the island. And, uh, and, and we will, we will uh, man those and we will station uh, military aircraft there and we will uh, continue to, uh, to, to act like brothers for all the reasons that we, we talked about before. Now in terms of the, the rest of the question, in terms of Taiwan's nuclear capability, uh, there are actually several countries that have this capability I mean Japan is one, South Korea is one, uh, Taiwan is one, all the Western European nations have the same technological ability. I mean once the economy develops a, to a certain point where you've got a brain trust of engineers, of physicists, of, of, of people who are, who are educated in the world of nuclear energy, the, the difference between nuclear energy and a nuclear bomb is a baby step. It's, it, the, the, the issue about taking that baby step is more an issue of uh, do they want to maintain the nuclear force? Do they want to suffer uh, any uh, political fallback? Uh, do they really want to uh, take a chance of increasing uh, a, a nuclear exchange, for example? So those are, those are more sort of political questions than technological questions. Now, most countries choose not to develop nuclear weapons simply because they look around their neighborhoods and it's like, there's like no point. They, they, they don't need them. You know, they're not getting any more security out of, of their military by having nuclear weapons. So specifically in the case of Taiwan, well, we, we know that if, if, we could, if we could pull up a military map, and there are some that are publicly available that actually shows where America has uh, lots of its... Uh, western pacific military force of course it's constantly moving but these maps that you'll find on google and various china and american uh, western pacific types of documentaries you know they very clearly shows the islands it shows where we have military assets and so so on the nuclear side there's really no point in taiwan developing nuclear weapons because number one they can use what's called a porcupine defense to protect its island uh, and that basically means what's happening in the Ukraine right now. We just kind of ramp that up, you know, a thousand times. You know, it's very hard to get onto Taiwan if you're trying to land a force because it's a mountainous country. So there are only a few places where the Chinese military could actually land, and uh, but those are well defended. So it, it's the whole exercise from the Chinese point of view is an exercise of futility, which is why in the case of like Pelosi, if we take the current events. The, the Chinese are always threatening some kind of invasion or military retaliation if America sends an important person to Taiwan. I mean, once you've looked at this issue and you understand it in the detail that we're talking about, it's all comical. You know, I mean, the, the image that one should have in their mind is, is one of a monkey in a cage who, who is upset and twirling around and holding onto the bars and, and creating a ruckus uh, but the reality is they're not getting out of the cage. They, that monkey can't do anything, and uh, it's just all show. And, and it is a good thing that, that Nancy Pelosi knows the details of Taiwan, like we're talking about here. And then you know, having said all of that, it becomes very easy uh, to understand that Taiwan is America's steadfast friend in the Western Pacific. And therefore, uh, in the Quigley administration, we are going to, to, to formalize and make that friendship. Uh, we're gonna put it on the level that it should have been left at going all the way back to 1948. With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.